Hi, I'm Christina, the CEO at Scopio, the largest library of authentic photos. You can find us on Instagram at Scopio Images, and this is a series bringing the most talented photographers around the world to give us tips, ideas, and tell us about current events they really care about. We know you will find actionable, real steps to build your career and ideas. Hope you enjoy. Hi, thanks for having me. Um, so excited to be a part of this. Um, yeah, so I, I created my own social media agency and I help brands kind of build their, um, build their organic growth um, with their, you know, posting for them as well as their pillars of communication and, um, you know, growing sales. I'm more focused in travel since I built my own travel brand. Um, so I learned it from the inside out and I've grown over a million followers in the travel space and curating content is key curating that right style trending content so fpv drone cool edits the timing understand how the algorithm works and um and as i did that you know i traveled so many places and i saw a lot of plastic pollution on many travels and beautiful isolated beaches in the middle of the world like komodo island um, flores island near indonesia even in the Seychelles, where I'm from, I'm, I'm born on an island and half German. And, um, and yeah, like Dominican Republic, seeing the waterfalls and um, realizing that the trash goes from these places to the rivers and trickles into our oceans. And I feel like we all need to do our little part. So I started an NGO, One Ocean, One Future, with a childhood friend of mine. And um, oh. the goal is to um, take through a skimmer, like a boat skimmer, take the plastic out of the rivers that lead into the oceans to kind of get from the beginning before it gets worse and, and starts spreading. Um, I've also done some coral planting with, um, with in the Maldives because a lot of the bleaching and effects of um, plastic pollution or microplastics are killing what's, the corals. What's bleaching? So bleaching is when um, the temperatures um, rise like two to three percent warmer, and in especially in shallow water, it um, is not the right foundation or ecosystem for these corals to survive. And also, you know, the microplastics that we don't even see with our regular eyes that they eat. And corals are are animals. A lot of people think they're plants, but they're animals, and so they're dying. So the bleaching means that they turn white and they slowly slowly sadly are dying and I see it very prevalent in the Maldives and so I started getting involved in coral planting and then I did for the World Oceans Day a project with Frigate Private Island where they're working with this guy Aki um, from Coral Live. Coral Live is the project and he does marine accretion technology where they are planting the corals and adding a tiny little current to make sure that the corals can grow faster. So um, really, really impressive work that he's doing. And I've just been kind of partnering up with these people to help promote awareness about what's really going on, as well as last week I was in the Turks and Caicos with Beneath the Waves. Beneath the Waves is an amazing NGO um, of marine biologists conducting scientific research about the sharks. So Dr. Austin Gallagher, he's on Shark Week, and I always grew up on Shark Week, and I used to love that. So it was a dream of mine to participate and help create awareness that these sharks are not jaws. They're not dangerous animals, and they need to be, you know, tagged and protected in these, especially in the Bahamas or the Caribbean. 
and um, and it's really interesting. Like we sent a GoPro down 600 meters, and then we got the footage back, and we watch it all at the end of the night, and you see like what comes up, you know, what comes up to these um, to to feed. And it was really amazing footage to see these animals and creatures in the deep show up and how they interact and what they do. Like, for example, I saw that nurse sharks use their dorsal fins as arms to move themselves and position themselves. Um, that was really a really, really cool learning experience. And it was an opportunity to kind of act like a marine biologist, even though that was my dream as a child, but I never pursued it. And so now I can help them as a social media expert, as well as, you know, marketing and promoting um, their message on my channel um, to create more, uh, you know, awareness, but also value for my audience. Sorry. What do you think has been like the most effective uh, way that you've used content to like get a message? Have you ever been surprised by something or you're like, oh, this is like resonated the most? Yeah, actually, um, it's been interesting when I go back to a post that I maybe did two or three months ago or four months ago or something, and I'll go back because I want to show it to someone. And then I see that, you know, it jumped from 50, 60,000 likes, which is my normal, um, to like 100 or 150. And that's kind of exciting. And that's when I realized like, oh my gosh, they liked it. Um, I do think that nature and animal posts kind of do better so like i remember there was a post where i was in the maldives and i was talking about my travel agency because we also help with direct bookings after years of experience traveling i figured out how to get the best deal so that just in a beautiful clear ocean talking face to camera and then another video where i'm hanging out with these shells on the beach and they're like moving all in front of me and i'm explaining to people you know these are shells i know that when you travel you want to take shells with you as a as a as a gift but these are also the homes of animals so um so yeah it's always kind of cool when you go back way back and something that wasn't on your radar you realize that you know people really really loved it um because it doesn't show up within the first two days that you posted it i think that things are video centric i think videos do better than static images one of the little tricks that we do for my agency and for clients is we convert static images to animated GIF files. So that is like a technical, you know, detail. We have a lot of other secrets that I cannot hand out, but um, there's a lot of ways to improve your engagements and kind of play with the algorithm and let it know that you have a valuable post. And um, I've been blessed to learn that from the inside out. And I never really anticipated for my travel channel to take off as it did. Um, but I got really into the trending content. Like I like shooting with FPV drone now, which is like a race drone. And it's kind of a very cool style where you can fly up and down or very fast through buildings or palm trees. Um, and just kind of creating that immersive content. For me, it's all about what I'm passionate about and kind of giving that to my audience. And I, and I think they like it. So, you know, I love waterfalls. I love water. I love nature i love horse riding and so um and going underwater and getting close as close to the animals as possible um yeah so it's how do you how do you take like your wins and make them more wins like it seems like you've played in a lot of different things like you've worked on the travel side on the content side you have your ngo like how do you keep 
finding new ways to improve yourself? Like, do you have anyone that's supporting you or do you feel like it's just your excitement takes you into a new area or how did, how do you do that to like make yourself so dynamic? I think, I think it's my excitement and it's my quest to learn more and do more and taste more. Like for me, if I could, I would be in a different country and a different waterfall every day. If there was like a door I could walk into and just show up <laughs> like that would, that would be my passion. But of course, you know, you've also got to like kind of earn money to survive. So that's why I built the social media agency side. But now I do, I do pretty well, you know, with a lot of resorts that now, you know, need marketing and need help and they don't have the right kind of content. So um, you know, so I'm working a lot with like Caribbean um, resorts now based out of Miami. So it's perfect. I realize that I can reduce my carbon footprint. Whereas when I was in Europe, I'd have to travel much further to get to certain islands. So this is perfectly aligned with um, my heart and what I'm about, because I think, you know, we can't all do miracle changes in our daily life to contribute to the environment. But if we all did something small, that's, that's really, you know, as much, as much as that's good, you know, like we can all refuse a plastic straw. We can all decide to do something about our carbon foot, footprint in some sort of way. You know, maybe you don't completely give up traveling, but you kind of find a balance and, or learn to appreciate your backyard more, which is kind of why I chose Miami. I think that it has the right feeling and vibe and beach. So, so I'm, I can enjoy my backyard more and not, feel the need to travel and other mm -hmm. than win-win well I kind of got into clubhouse on Sunday and I have to say that I think yeah I'm in there we should do something you? on content yeah I love oh, it I like fall asleep next to it yeah well yeah let's do something I mean I've I've found it really amazing like meeting new people connecting with people you could normally not connect with and also getting invaluable information on like how to grow my business yeah. more scale it more um, from, you know, coaches or people who've made it. Um, I mean, I guess I've kind of made it, but I haven't like, I don't earn like tons of money, but I'm happy. You know, I love what I do. So it doesn't feel like work and I have a pretty good income, um, but it's all on me. And I think, yeah, you know, the nice thing now is that it's word of mouth and people are coming to me, but I'm also like a go-getter so now I know that I just moved to Miami I'm like reaching out to everyone calling so I think yeah. that win-win is just connections what do you think is like the most exciting thing about what's going to happen after COVID with travel because you know like obviously now it's like really sad a lot of travel companies are closing and you know it's like hasn't been great but there's obviously great things happening so can you tell me about some of those great things that you're seeing. I mean, I'm not in um, there, so I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that, you know, there's still a bunch of opportunities. I think that, you know, in the past where if somebody was choosing St. Bart's, they already knew the destination, but it was only about the challenge, which hotel they're going to select. I think now there's way more competition and it's like that you need to get in the mix about your destination. So hmm. I think that people who know where to go and what to do, I think there's a lot of misinformation and, and concern about clarity because like, hey, St. Bart's just closed. Um, Barbados just has a lockdown. Um, Dominican Republic has a lockdown, but if you're in Casa de Campo or you're in Capcana, you're in a residential restricted area. So technically you can still go out to restaurants. You can still go do stuff. So 
and what are the rules like you know i think that people who are i think hotels and resorts that are more um proactive about getting their marketing message out there can really um have an advantage to succeed compared to other islands or other destinations and um, making sure that like covid tests back to the united states which is a rule after the 26th of january you know that's kind of scared some people well let me tell you i found it very easy um, because you don't need to do the PCR. It's just a negative test, which means you can also do the argon test, which only costs $50. And a lot of pharmacies do the argon test. So it's, and it's like you get it within 20 minutes. So it's actually not as hard um, to get back in and to, and to have to worry about that complication. And a lot of hotels that are offering it on site on their property makes it much easier to visit and to trust, um, mm. to want to go there and to want to travel. I think that, yeah, this, this, this vaccination passport idea, I think is evolving. Um, I personally don't want to do it. And I had COVID and I didn't even know. I found out because I was going back to see my dad for Christmas. And um, that's how I found out in a blood test. So it's a little scary because when I figured that out, it was an awful feeling to realize like, oh my gosh, I wonder who I could have passed it on to. Um, and just that feeling and knowing that, you know, I have such care for my elders and my family like that, that's awful. So it's really kind of a scary virus for the elderly and you have to play, you know, you have to be responsible for your role in that. And I really think mm -hmm. we should all always take tests. It's getting easier and easier to be like, yeah, no big deal, but we all need to take our tests and, and be safe, you know, to the, to the people around us. Yeah, I'm gonna t bring you back on the content because I have like so many photographers they are obsessed with like being underwater. They really want to learn about underwater photography. Mm -hmm. uh, and I see you have some of that going on. Uh, what is, can you give us some like hints or um, like what is your favorite thing that you've done? I also love underwater. Um, I was in the Seychelles when I really first started. Well, I guess maybe I started in Maldives and I liked the GoPro dome kind of look where you have half underwater, half above. So you can see the water villa in the background, but you swimming or you underwater in the, in the background. I like the depth of a shot mm. like that. And I like that look, but you've got to be very clever with the heat and the condensation and usually you have to like lick the thing so that the drops are not on it so there's a lot that goes into perfecting that shot and i think underwater you need to really be even more talented for editing um i've been lucky enough to also work with some really amazing um underwater you know photographers like imarik from goss brothers who travels with me a lot he's from france and um, Diego Camejo and Wilson Haynes. And they are like, you know, one of them is like really just photography. The other one is more videography. And yeah, there's a lot that goes into um, making sure you have the right color against that blue, um, mm -hmm. making sure that your form is perfect because when you're underwater, it moves your body and your skin differently. So you have to be very slow in your movements. And you really always have to have, rather than going down and where your leg is, you know, it has to be that perfect little flip like this. And you have to kind of have your back like that. So it's all about being graceful and like a ballerina on the look of the actual person that's being shot. 
and then the videographer and or content creator needs to kind of be able to dive down and get the shots from below and from the side and be underwater with you so breathe breath work is very important free diving is kind of important and just making mm -hmm. sure you get that cool light that really really cool light that comes in mm -hmm. um you know it's about really following the light so it's got the weather's got to be perfect and mm -hmm. um my goodness if you have an animal rolling by that's that's just like the epic shot you know and that's timing that's just luck that's something you can't really plan and being respectful of the animal space in that moment very 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 important you know don't touch the animal and kind of um, being environmentally friendly that's great well if you could leave everybody with a bit of advice what would that be um follow your heart follow your passion um, realize that doing this kind of job takes a lot of hours a lot of work a lot of dedication um and even if it seems challenging and maybe a post doesn't do well like i had a guy that was so excited about his whale shot on the drone that we caught in turks last week and he posted it and it didn't do so well so he was a little down and i was like don't worry. I said, what time did you post? He's like 7am. I'm like, what time do you usually post? He's like 12 noon. I'm like, okay, so your post probably went all the way back in the feed. So by the time people started waking up eight, nine, you were in the back of all the other people that had posted. So you cannot judge that one post um, as the meaning of, hey, people didn't really like it, you know, and in the end, I think we should all watch social dilemma because it is about dopamine <sighs> and feeling acknowledged. And yeah. um, don't, don't, don't worry about one or two posts that don't do well. It's about the overall message and you should follow your dream and it may take a little while to get there. Um, but you can, if you don't give up, that would be my big, big message. Yeah. That's great. And it probably feels the same anyways, when you're at a million followers, whether something does well or not, than if it did when you had it, does it feel yeah. the same? Um, yeah, or you maybe know, you care really, less. I don't, I don't, I don't really see like my value with the amount of people, and I'm almost even ready. Like if I lost two, three hundred k, because they didn't like me shark tagging, I'd be like, okay, you know what? I'm, I want to stay authentic to me and my brand and what I want to post, and yeah. I know that those followers will then come. So stay authentic to your brand. Um, make sure you know your strategy and plan is what you're delivering. You know, I mean, it's different than a girl that's just posting her bikini body. And, 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 you know, so think about it. If you're a fashion influencer, if you're a content creator, what kind of content creator, what are you going to focus mm -hmm. on and stay, stay in that niche market and stay true to your identity. And it seems like experiment a lot because you use all different formats with and new technologies and yeah. I mean, like right now you're, you're, you're right on, like I'm, I'm playing with a little bit of mixing in like fantasy. So I've done a lot of underwater stuff, like in the cenote with a different kind of lighting in blue. Then I did the one in the pool and then I've added like, you know, coral around it or crazy mountains, but like mixing fantasy with me in it. And that to me was playful and fun. Will I stick mm. to it? Maybe not, but it was fun, you know, and and now I did the shark tagging and well, I'll probably do another one in March and, you know, and um, yeah. So I think it's just like, a, like always like Madonna, 
always changing your content, <laughs> always evolving, right? Always evolving and keeping it fresh or changing your, I do think, you know, like, otherwise it's like weird if you're just always posting the same thing. But in my case, I really just, I get excited about it. So that's how I came up with these different ideas and things I wanted to do. Awesome. Well, thank you, Natalie. Thank you. <laughs> and we're, I definitely want to give you a Scopio account too, to play around. I think it could be a good source of inspiration for you. Yeah, I'd love that. Cool. All right, Natalie, we'll stay safe. Okay. Hope to, you hope too. to see you soon in Miami. Hope to see you soon too. <laughs> <you> come here. <laughs> I will. All right. Okay. Bye bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye bye. I'm Christina, the CEO at Scopio. Thanks for tuning in. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Scopio Images. Head over to Scopio, SCOP.io, for access to the world's largest library of authentic images. Scope them out. And if you're a photographer, don't forget to sign up to get the world to use your diverse images. Thanks and see you next week.